The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 80 here on the Art of Homeschooling podcast all about homeschooling mantras. As homeschoolers, there are just so many moving pieces and parts to consider. We can get lost in a sea of swirling ideas, and that's why over the years I started developing mantras to help me remember what's most important. And today, I want to share with you a dozen of my favorite mantras for homeschooling parents. To remind you that the work you're doing in this world is super important and to help you focus on what is most important on any given day in any given week. So my recommendation to you is to pick the ones that you need to hear right now and repeat them to yourself often. Here they are, a dozen homeschooling mantras. Number one, go deep, not wide. Two, it's the doing that counts. Three, confidence comes from taking action. Four, scale back until it works and then add from there. Five, who you are is more important than what you teach. Six, you are who your children need. Seven, make it as lively as possible. Eight, stories and books make wonderful teachers. Nine, beware the it's time to get serious trap. 10, hold tight loosely. 11, think in threes, pick one. And 12, Pressure is not motivating, but progress is. 
I'm going to talk about each of these individually just to give you a few tips on how to use them, when to use them, and how these mantras can help you on your homeschooling journey. So the first one, go deep, not wide. As an educator, I find it helpful to make comparisons sometimes between teaching methods. So when people ask me to describe main lesson block learning and the Waldorf-inspired approach, I like to say that main lesson blocks are similar in a way to unit studies, only they're different. A unit study is really a collection of activities around a theme that incorporates many different subjects. Broadly, a main lesson block could also be described that way, but the way most homeschoolers and even teachers plan out and execute unit studies is to pull so many related subjects or as many related subjects as they can and cover as much information about each as possible. It's an approach that is both broad and wide. A main lesson block, on the other hand, delves deeply into one topic. Yes, this can be interdisciplinary, combining subjects like language arts, history, and social studies, geography, But the topic is very specific, like local geography, for example, or Norse mythology. The Waldorf approach is really built on the premise that it's better to explore one piece of a topic really thoroughly than to skim the surface on a variety of subjects. So go deep, not wide. All right, next mantra, it's the doing that counts. We all do this thing where we keep searching and searching for the perfect story or poem or picture idea. And this approach, hands-on holistic homeschooling, it is full of so much activity. There are the stories and the lively arts. There's the handwork and rhythm and, and inner work to consider. And then the skills practice, there are just so many components to it. And in this day and age, we have 24-7 access through technology to so much information, including hearing or seeing how other people handle a particular block or topic or aspect of the main lesson. This is both a blessing and a curse, I would say, because at some point we just have to stop searching and simply jump in because it's the doing that counts more than the searching or considering or thinking about how we will do the lessons. Another mantra that goes along with this is confidence comes from taking action. This is a corollary. Uh, So often when I talk to homeschoolers in my mentor sessions or inside my Inspired at Home membership, one of the questions early on when people are just beginning this journey is how to gain confidence when it's all so new. When uh, they're new to homeschooling or to a hands-on approach to learning, and while we'd like to think that making the perfect plan or purchasing the perfect curriculum will bring us confidence, 
The truth is that the only way we gain confidence is by doing the thing, right? By taking action and then saying, I did it. And then taking action again the next day. So go take some action, my friend. Next up is an absolute favorite mantra of mine for homeschoolers. Scale back until it works and then add from there. Oh, what an important mantra to heed because so many of us have the tendency to keep piling on more and more and more. Just last week in a coaching call for the Inspired at Home community, one mom asked the question, why do we keep thinking we can do seven things in one morning when realistically it's more like three? Of course, it all depends on lots of other factors, right? And sometimes we can get more done, but inevitably, what what I find, what I see others do, and what I did myself is that we build up, things are going well, so we do add a few things in, but then at some point... Life happens and our plan for the day or week begins to unravel. So rather than thinking, what's wrong with me? I want to encourage you to remember this mantra, scale back until it works, and then you can add from there. Next mantra, who you are is more important than what you teach. And even more important than the doing is the being. How we bring the lessons to our children is what matters most. Our relationship with our children is of the utmost importance. In his lectures to the first Waldorf teachers, Rudolf Steiner said, you will not be good teachers if you focus only on what you do and not upon who you are. This translates into good self-care, right? Inner work, uh, our own personal self-development. Because in order to be fully present with our children and maintain a strong bond with them throughout the day, we need to feel centered and present. The practice of inner work can really help with this. Next mantra, you are the one your children need. Whether you believe that your children picked you as their parent or not, you are exactly who they need to guide them into adulthood. After all, that's our job, right? To help our children discover their gifts and then go out and share those gifts with the world. And you are the person perfectly suited to do that for your children. If you're having any doubts, it's time to find a community of other homeschoolers who believe in you so that you can encourage each other along your journeys. Next up, stories and books make wonderful teachers. Stories form the foundation of the Waldorf approach. This is something I love about this approach. As Steiner said, Quote, stories are communication from soul to soul. Beautiful. In our main lessons, stories are the vehicle for presenting new material and content because the stories help us to make a heart connection with our children. You can read the stories or memorize them. Both are perfectly acceptable. Just remember to treat the stories as sacred, as an important link between humans. Choose wisely and share generously. 
Next mantra, make it as lively as possible. After the foundation of stories comes the lively art, the movement, music, drama, speech, painting, drawing, modeling, all of those wonderful arts that bring the lessons uh, to life, really. Steiner developed the Waldorf approach to combat abstract teaching. And he believed, and I've seen this play out over and over and over again, he believed that the arts bring us joy as humans and help make the learning more memorable. Next mantra, beware the, it's time to get serious now, trap. (laughs) This mantra is for you when you have children at certain milestones. We tend to fall into the trap of, it's time to get serious now, when our children either enter first grade or start middle school or reach eighth grade or are about to begin high school. We feel like our homeschooling has to suddenly become more rigorous, more serious, more academic. My advice from homeschooling three children through every one of these milestones is to be aware of this feeling. Be aware of this little voice that pops into your head. It's often a trap that sends us down the road of being the taskmaster who becomes rigid and demanding. We fall into this trap out of fear. We're afraid. We're afraid that we haven't done enough, that they aren't prepared, that others will see our failings as a homeschooling parent. Is your self-worth tied to your children's performance? That's an important question to ask yourself. Believe me, no good ever comes of this. Instead, we want to think of ourselves as partnering with our children and gradually weaning them over many years' time so that they can become independent learners and discover their true gifts, right? Because those are the goals. That's what we want out of this homeschooling journey. Next up is remember to hold tight loosely. I love this mantra for parenting in general. We want to be there, to be involved, and to stay steady for our kids. But we don't want to get too attached to certain outcomes. After all, our children are going to bloom into who they are meant to be, who they came into this world to become, and that is not up to us. So hold tight loosely. Another mantra that can help if you're feeling overwhelmed is think in threes, pick one. This has helped me so many times, countless times. It's a great mantra to keep in mind no matter where you are or what you're trying to decide. So for example, if you're trying to choose resources for your next block or you're looking at math books for your 12-year-old, Or even when you're trying to decide what your priorities will be for tomorrow, I encourage you to think of three possibilities and then pick the most important one and start there. This mantra can really help us focus. First, it can help us narrow down all the possibilities and options to three, and then help us decide on one to focus on for now. Lastly, here's a newer mantra that I've created from talking to so many homeschooling parents over the years. 
Pressure is not motivating, but progress is. We all feel pressure at times, right? To get all the lessons in, to get all the learning in, to cover the curriculum. And then we tend to pass that pressure along to our children. Funny thing is that most human beings don't really do well or learn well under pressure. But progress, on the other hand, can be very motivating. So I encourage you to design your day for progress so that you can let go of the pressure. I hope that these 12 powerful mantras for homeschooling parents support you and inspire you. I encourage you to choose just a few that you feel you need right now, whichever ones are speaking to you, and commit them to memory, or maybe even write a few on post-it notes so that you remember them throughout the day and in the middle of your day when you're feeling like you need a little boost. Say them to yourself often as you navigate the wonderful journey of homeschooling. I'd love to know which of these mantras resonate with you the most. You can leave a comment over on our episode post on Instagram, where you'll find me at art.of.homeschooling, or comment on the show notes at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 80. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll see you next time. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm